0: Hello, Dennis. Hello, Jesse. Hello, Chris. Chris, you're here. Yep. All right, Chris, um, you are wrong. I just want to let you know that. Plenty of people like <laughs> plenty of people, have contacted me saying they are not bored by this. Soccer sign. Um, 732 and a half people that emailed That was just in us. the first day. They said more Soccer sign and Gajillion. And basically, uh, you were wrong. And we're going to, not only are you wrong, but we're going to talk more about Sacrasonic Concilium this week, so here we go. Enjoy. I'm going to talk to you today about
1: the Mass. The liturgy is what enculturates the Gospel for us. What are you, some kind of
2: altar boy? And and it enculturates it into our day-to-day life, our our day-to-day existence. It's pretty dang exciting, huh? We're called not to some crapshoot called life but to an adventure in fidelity that beckons us to cast out to the deep
0: the liturgical institute is proud to present the liturgy guys hey guys we're back at it again and you know what Number we're saying number 14. Everybody hates Chris.
2: Yeah, I, I decided we should rename the the podcast Everybody Hates Chris. We can't copyright. We can't
0: do it? Yeah, we can't do that. There's a TV show called that. oh Well, what if it's just true and coincidental? How everybody about, loves Chris. How about Chris one of the
2: most universally liked people I know. Mhm. It's true.
1: Are you listening, my family? You got <laughs> yeah. that?
2: Even Dominic Helen, teenage surly teenagers that you are. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, so fourteen got the best kids ever. Actually, you do. Mm. It's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> married well. False. I have some good kids myself. So <laughs> <laughs> they're not as good as his kids so.
2: because he has more <laughs> of them. So yeah. objectively speaking, <laughs> there's just more child yeah. hyphen goodness, greater quantity of his goodness, yeah.
0: quantity over quality. Yeah, have yeah, your kids ever milked cows? Uh it no. Make you okay. Good. Yeah. It does. All right. So number fourteen
2: of Sacrocentage. <laughs> Let's milk the <laughs> cow of and Sacros- <laughs> chilium. Sacros- oh, bring out the cream mm. for
0: the Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Mm, and then send so it you, to pasture. You
1: have never actively participated in milking a cow? I, I have I have, have personally had. milked a cow.
0: You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it, uh, yeah. I always go Duh. out to the barn uh, with my, fa- my margaritas. My mom's family's from uh, Iowa, so like I'm I'm done with all that farm stuff. Have
2: you ever noticed that every time Marguerite goes out to milk the cows, I always go with her. Every time I visit your house? Yeah, I don't know.
0: All right, so number 14.
2: (laughs) She milks the cows, but I don't. Anyway, 14. The promotion of liturgical instruction and active participation. Oh, that's what we're doing. Mother Church earnestly
1: desires that all the faithful should be led to that fully conscious conscious and and active participation in liturgical celebrations, which is demanded, demanded
2: by the very nature of... The liturgy. Okay, this is put Jesse on the spot time.
0: Wait, why don't I get a? Because, because I mean, why don't you bring it? We like to keep you ignorant. So we can. To bring can it yeah, this is part me. of your everyman uh, facade. I, nobody else has. Who a Who po- are
1: you guys talking about? You're the I only, only one, one I know who has a
0: pocket sacrament of good chili.
2: You and your everyman facade. Let's go. Some seminarian complained that we're too mean to you, Jesse. That's fine. I yeah. welcome I'm it. Why are you so mean to Jesse? <laughs> I said, because right. he deserves it. Putting okay. me on the spot. I so, get it. So, why is it in the nature, or why is it demanded in the nature of the liturgy that
0: active, full conscious and active participation be part of the deal? Because um, free will is a very important thing. and So, okay. unless we choose to love Christ and thus perform the actions in which we can do that, then it's um, it's not the type of love that Christ actually well, wants from that's us. The, if
2: the word free had been in that sentence, that would be a good answer. But it's full conscious and active participation. Because it doesn't cost us anything. Be. It's free. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so why does it have to be full?
0: Well, first, why does it have to be conscious? Because, you know, we, because we have free will. We're not robots. So we have to... What we else have do to you have besides free will? A uh, soul. Think about it, Jesse. Think, think about it. Think about it. Uh, about it a brain (laughs) (laughs) if
2: I only man we're going right back to the Wizard of Oz I could worship more fully with active participation if I only had a brain hey did you hear
0: uh, that the scarecrow got a promotion because he was outstanding in his field that's great
2: yeah okay nice
0: uh, you,
1: you know that canticle from Daniel after they get rescued from the fiery furnace mm-hmm. and they sing out this can- the canticle, it's always on Sunday week. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: beg to go.
1: It goes like this
0: because it was hot, hot, hot. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the
1: other part. <laughs> oh. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, Oh, yeah, Sunday her. week. Dew one. and rain, Morning bless prayer. the Lord. How does dew bless the Lord? By being dewy. And rain, bless the Lord. By being rainy. <laughs> and frost and chill. By being, by being
0: frosty and chilly. chilly. And How
1: frosty. do Hananiah, frosty. Azariah, and Mishael bless the Lord? By being
0: Hananiah,
2: Mishael. By
1: being conscious. Oh, by, by worshiping having, God with knowledge. According to their, what's, what's the Virgil Michael line that? There's you know, no what? worship without intelligence. Right, because oh, it's yeah. your, according to your ontology, Dennis McNamara, that you worship with your intellect.
2: If you got married, Jesse, and you didn't I know did. what marriage was, <laughs> but you someone said, M- point a gun at your head, go down the aisle and get married or else, and you're like, what does that mean?
0: I don't. Shut up, go down the aisle. Are you married? No. Why not? Because I wasn't, I, because I didn't have a brain. Well, because you weren't <laughs> free first, but then also, secondly,
2: you didn't know. Correct. Right, and the more you know, uh, the more theoretically better disposed you can be and therefore you can receive lots of graces. So you it's can't
0: forcefully receive sacraments. That would be my answer, by the way.
2: Right. So it's in the nature of the liturgy to know what you're doing and to do it fully and actively. It's not a thing to be watched. It's a thing to be done.
0: You can, however, force your kids to be baptized. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah, well, you're giving consent on their behalf. <laughs> At least in the Catholic Church anyway.
1: Uh, such participation by the Christian, cause this is very important. Such participation in the Christian people as a royal uh, priesthood, chosen race, holy nation, redeemed people is their right and, and duty. 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 I'm not even reading it. I knew that was the nice next word. Any chance That's you crap.
2: get to say duty, you're right. You're right there.
1: Okay. So it's not just, you have the, the right now to participate. You have the obligation to uh, participate. You have the
0: duty to do that. You have to do it. And the priest is in charge of that. He's the duty head.
2: <laughs> all right i'll laugh at that one <laughs> you big duty head
1: <laughs> so this is probably the most memorable line of the whole constitution in the restoration and remember that's what uh this whole chapter head was right in the uh that's different from general the, principles the for the restoration so in the restoration and promotion of the sacred liturgy this full and active participation by all the people is the aim to be considered before,
2: before all, all else people. so that is a what do you say fairly abused line that the active participation of the people is the aim to be considered before all else so therefore we have to give the people everything to do to keep them busy whatever it is that they want if we don't give them busy work then we're not doing what vatican ii said
0: which is kind of ridiculous because there's not enough things for everybody to do anyway
1: who uh who used this line First, at least on behalf of the magisterium,
0: um, it was in the document Tralasillicitudini. Very nicely, said. What kind it of document. It came out in 1903. That? We recently celebrated Duh, the centenary of it.
1: Okay, and uh, so who wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Pius the Tenth, <laughs> yes. right? Oh, was and, that right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See if you yes. can go three for three. Pius the Tenth is the patron saint of the liturgy, music, chant. Uh, you know, Jesus, Eucharistic, yeah, 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 reception, adoration. Yeah, he, well, the first huh. communicants. Okay, for, there you go. Uh, I mean, he's, he's patron of a number of things, so we'll give you partial credit for that, what, Who? Why is that even a thing? Because, <laughs> because he lowered the age of be, communion. Because in this time, people weren't receiving communion, right? So he wanted uh, more people to receive communion regularly. So if you read the story of a of a soul, well, then Therese- then I want to be the
0: patron saint of podcasts that sanctify well, you just, just
2: might be someday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So- uh, St. Therese will talk about in the story of a soul how, you know, you never went to communion unless you had permission from your confessor to do so. And first communion was about the age of 12 or 14. Okay. What does this have to do with active participation?
2: You didn't get to participate actively if you waited until you were 14. Well,
1: according to Pius X, what did he have in mind by active participation? He's the first pope to use this term, active participation. And on the other hand, he is what? Talking about chant, Gregorian chant. Yeah, but back to the communion thing.
0: Well, you can't you can you, actively participate if you're not a part of the liturgy, and then you receive the Eucharist, then it's not the full completeness of that active participation. You can't know, this hasn't it. worked out the way you're I not leading it, us
2: well, Chris. I guess
1: I'm not. What's the question? The question is, is that as you saying that after this after this line, it came to mean that as many people as possible, as often as possible, should be visibly engaged in action, as Benedict would put it. But no, if you go back to the source. What the popes mean by full conscious and authentic participation is in the liturgy, the high point of which is in the sacraments. It has little to nothing to do with being the lector, the altar server, being on the parish council or anything like being in the choir. It's about the worthy reception of the Eucharist after you've offered yourself fully uh, or as fully as you possibly can, along with Jesus uh, to God the Father. That's authentic participation.
2: Imagine if the rollout of Concilium in the late 60s was the same as good as the rollout of the new Coke, right? You would say total colossal failure, right? We have this great product, and we're going to just roll it out badly in many ways that's kind of what happened when you say new coke what do you mean because that's old coke for you. because <laughs> coke 2 was a big failure i know that's, <laughs> that's uh, his point. Yeah, that's his it. point right so you know we have this great product here which is clear explained have been discussed for 100 years and then when we roll yeah. it out Everybody just gets barely most of it. And then now people are trying to go back to old Coke, original Coke classic. Then they're
0: turning the Coke bottle around, facing the people. This right. all this stuff happening, <laughs> And then
2: you can't see the word Coke anymore <laughs> on the bottom. But the point is, there's this really simple, straightforward, but important thing, right? The reason, well, actually, how would you answer this question? The reason that active participation in liturgy is the aim to be considered before all else is blank. What's in the blank?
0: Oh, this is a Chris question. Uh, well.
2: <laughs> it's, be, it's because through that,
1: God is most glorified and people have the greatest access to sanctification. sanctification. Yeah, that's it's a- exactly. the me- principal Here, the means
2: bam. of God's <laughs> salvific work through this priestly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you should do it. It's in the nature of the thing to be done. Not, to, buy watched, not to, buy watched, to be watched, not to be watched, <laughs> Be-witched. To, not to be watched, not to be witched but to participate as you're supposed to. So it um, says this would be futile, even hope for this, if the pastors themselves weren't imbued with the spirit. And uh, so the first thing they want, instruct the clergy on how to do this. The next thing would be to make them the courses in uh, seminaries. And religious houses of studies is always the answer. Whenever the church wants to do something, they say seminaries. Bishop should do it. priests should do it. They should (laughs) should teach it in the seminary. My sister and I had a joke. Every time my uh, mom thought we were acting up, she would say, "It's that school you're going to." She had no idea. I don't even know if she even set foot in my high school. That's that school you're going to. So, so seminaries are always (laughs) teaching priests wrong. So, But it says that the professor should bring out the connection between their subjects and the liturgy. The liturgy should be taught in all of these different aspects, juridical, historical, pastoral, etc. And uh, there in 17, popular devotions should also be taught, but in right relation um, to the liturgy. So this is it. This is the kernel of Sychrosonicotillium right here. But what about 19, Chris? Look at 19. How are your internal movements today? (laughs) I hope they correspond to your external movements.
0: Well, somebody put some weird cream in my coffee, so you're going to have some movements. What 19 is
1: saying is that uh, active participation should be both internal and external. Yes. So it's not just um, actions externally. If the heart's not both and, not an either or. if, If the internal sentiments of heart and soul and mind are not. Uh, connected to and, you know, being express, expressed through external actions, then there's a problem and active participation is breaking down.
2: Exactly. So exterior is important, right? You're going to play the game of football. You've got to run, stand, throw the ball, whatever. But the internal participation in the game is strategy, desire, hope, zeal, understanding what you're doing, knowing what you're doing, getting the ball over the line. So it's not just the externals. It's this internal sense of participation yeah. in the r- concept of the thing.
1: Well, and it's like you're saying too, it's not just internal either. Right. You have to have, as J Dub says over there. It's a i I'm both, always it's, saying it's things. Always saying, <laughs> things. it's a both and, right? So it, it's kind of a. I don't know. It. It. We went from you know whatever the c- condition would have been before the council to after the council. All this external stuff, but now sometimes you see as a reaction to that that the external doesn't matter. It's just the internal. That's not quite right either, you know. The sacramental signs not only. Uh, how did you put an earlier podcast Uh, express the divine mind you didn't say express but you said uh, what art does Reveals the divine mind. But it also, because of uh, our own makeup, body and soul, it expresses, uh, in a number of occasions in the document, it talks about signs and symbols express and foster human sentiments as well. So to stand, sit, kneel, sing, respond, be silent, receive communion, offer yourself, uh, offertory procession, exchange the sign of peace. Those are external signs and symbols that express your own soul but as, the, as it says it turns around and it fosters in that as well so it doesn't just express the peace you have with your neighbor but it should make you more peaceful with your neighbor by exchanging the sign of shake change,
2: my hand example. jesse oh i love you more now see okay. so easy it works but why not just internal or just external because we're not just internal or external. Yeah, we're not we're a floating mind in space that thinks things. We're a body. We have a body. But we can be eternal if we
0: love our Lord Jesus Christ.
2: There you go. Well, there is something very cool, I think, along those lines is
1: that, uh, you know, on the one hand, we have something, that human beings have something in common with angels, we're spirits. On the other, we have something in common with animals in the material world. But of all that was created by God, from the highest angel to the lowest speck of dirt or whatever it is, Human beings are uniquely situated between these two realms, the spirit realm and the material realm. So they are, as Dennis would say, ontologically priests. (sighs) Ontologically priests. In our own constitution, we're a little bit heaven and a little bit earth. A little bit country, a little bit rock and and roll. roll. Would
2: you call yourself an ontologist in the material world? Uh, What? (laughs) An ontologist? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm an ontologist.
0: That is really cool. I never really thought about that. And we're pretty lucky to be human because I think we have the best of both worlds. Better than than, we a slug. Well, it
1: is. I mean, and this has always been the Catholic position, even if today people are trying to you know dethrone us from whatever privileged position might be oh you're just like a you know a monkey or you know, an ape or something like that evolved uh, from slime or something and uh but no there, there's a real ontological um honor and beauty about our composition that we are naturally born priests homo adorans is how some people say it. We're, we're we're just we're, we're the that's adoring how you animal. say
0: it i wouldn't go around telling everybody that they are homo adorans <laughs> You should because it's true. <laughs> That's what their ontology is. So there
2: you go. We are not spirits in the material world. We are spirit we, and material. We are combinations one body in a spiritual and material world. And we bring all of those things to the worship of God. Too bad Madonna didn't make that song. I don't think that was Madonna.
0: Material girl? Isn't material
2: world? world. We are spirits. Oh, yeah, material girl is Madonna. Material
0: yeah. world.
2: Anyway. There you go. So we have more and more. That's a police song. Yeah. Unfathomable riches of... How far did we get on this one? We went all the way up to chapter 20. We are making huge progress.
0: That's awesome.
2: 116 to go. (laughs) Now, And if
0: you're up... Well,
1: but but don't worry. As uh, you know, there's five... Uh, uh, instructions on the proper implementation of Sacrosanctum Concilium. So, so we, after we get done with this, we're going to di- <laughs> What are
2: you talking about? Actually, it's only 110 to go. I was okay. wrong. So. and some of them at the
0: end are sort of you know you can breeze through.
1: There's an appendix to this too. Do you know what that what that talks no, about? I'm
0: sorry, I had my appendix taken out. Yeah. Can, well, don't yeah. worry. There's can I one look here. At yours?
1: <laughs> really, there's an appendix to Sacrosanctum Concilium. Really? What? Can you at they, least name the topic? They didn't get it right the first time. No, don't look. It, don't, don't look. Um, music. No. Um, implementation. Yeah, no. It's a liturgical topic. It's not music. It is Eucharist time. the t- oh. calendar because okay, it's it's Ooh, speaking it about you know trying to introduce like the like the decimal system of calendars. You know, so December fourth oh. is always going to be a Wednesday. It's not going to move around and things. That like makes sense
0: because there was a lot of different things that changed in the liturgical calendar.
1: Well, there are, but see, there's there's an effort. We I guess we should wait till we get this. There's an effort to, in the civil society to kind of make a what do they call it like a perpetual calendar. But this is a problem if time is a liturgical
2: symbol and seven days, et cetera, et cetera. So, but anyway, we can just a little tease there. That, that's the about industry. Easter. It's a funny thing to add an appendix to a council like that. You think it would be Isn't a, it? an instruction or it would be in the council text itself. But, oh, by the way, we have this extra thought. Well, they already had it printed. We're not opposed to having
0: Easter. On and do we really day. think mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ rises 24 times depending on the different time zones he's in? No, mm-hmm. we don't. Wow. There you go. All right. Liturgy question, Chris? Yeah. yeah, Do you want to take this one or should we just... Yeah, you do it. Uh, All right. All right. I'll do this one. You can handle it. I know it. (laughs) So you guys know that we love the Liturgical Institute and we love everything that we do here, but you know who else loves the Liturgical Institute? Yeah. Bishop Robert Barron. And guess what he has to say about it.
2: Well, I've known the Liturgical
1: Institute from the very beginning. I was at Mundelein on the faculty in 2000 when it started. I knew Monsignor Mannion very well, who was the founder uh, Dr. McNamara who was with him from the beginning I've known we've become good friends I've spoken many times there I've known all the faculty members I've known many of the students so I I know from the ground up what the um, the LI does and they introduce people into the beauty of the church's intellectual tradition and liturgical tradition and um, I don't know in the country a better place to go to get immersed precisely in that aesthetic dimension and the intellectual
2: than the LI. So, you know, I'm a big fan.
0: Mail call! Mail call! Oh,
2: Moses, Moses, why do you question me? Why do you care? Today, we have a similar debate over this. Anyone know what this is, class? Anyone?
0: All right, this week we have a question from Cheryl. Cheryl says, Hi, guys, love the show. Thanks, hi, Cheryl. Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. You're welcome. And uh, that was Chris <laughs> saying hi. Say hi. Chris. He never replies to Say hi, to Cheryl. Him. Hey, Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're, un- you're lucky, Cheryl. He, un- doesn't, he doesn't reply to everybody. Cheryl says Is it okay for a non Catholic to receive a Catholic funeral?
1: The answer is absolutely sometimes. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. The, uh, that actually surprises me. That I, it, thought it, I thought the yes. answer would just be no. Oh, no, no, no. The answer is very nicely summarized in Canon 1183. Dennis, you want to look that up? Sound the canons. I will. 1183. And in that uh, Canon 1183, it gives three categories of persons who are, in some way or another, non-Catholics for whom funerals can be granted. Uh, Do you have it yet? Yep. Okay, the first one is...
2: Uh, when it concerns funerals, catechumens must be counted among the Christian faithful.
1: Okay, so catechumens are not baptized, right? But they do have but they some... they are
0: almost baptized. Yeah,
1: they do have a, a real true relationship with the church that gives to them, after they enter the order of catechumens, uh, certain rites. So being buried in Catholic cemetery, at right to Catholic funerals. There's, uh, in the marriage right. there's... Um, Right, between a baptized person and a catechumen, things like that. So there's a special care and concern that the church has for catechumens. So these are kind of quasi-Catholics. That's
0: awesome. Okay. I like that.
2: Number two. Uh, Children who are not yet baptized but whose parents had intended to baptize them but if they died before their baptism. That sounds very sad.
1: It is very sad.
2: It is very sad.
1: And so there's uh, the Order of Christian Funerals has a section for uh, these classes of people, for children who have died before their baptism. Uh, there's, there's prayers in the Roman Missal in the, for the funeral liturgies. For, uh, now, a funeral liturgy can be either in Mass or outside of Mass. Uh, and I think this question also applies to the vigil service and also the committal. So there's prayers in the Missal for a funeral for a child who has
2: died before baptism. And the third... This one seems the most uh, stretchy or squishy, right? Uh, If the local ordinary in his prudent judgment decides that baptized persons enrolled in a non-Catholic church, unless their intention is evidently contrary and that their own minister is not available, provided that their own minister is not available.
1: Yeah, and so this would be, um, let's say that uh, I'm married to a Lutheran girl. We've been married for 40 years or something like that. Uh, this could be that either, or maybe I'm not, this person could be somewhere where there is no Lutheran communion, mm-hmm. and you either get buried from the Catholic Church, or you don't have a uh, Christian funeral. So that would be, I think, some of the canicus, canonists speak of a physical unavailability. But you would have to have permission from the bishop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I think this is a pretty common uh, permission. The other would be that if my Lutheran wife has been coming to Mass with me for... 40 years, even though there's a Lutheran church across the street, uh, the canonists in the commentaries will speak of a moral unavailability that, you know, the pastor across the street might be there, but in point of fact, my Lutheran spouse hasn't been inside that church for, so there's there's a, a moral unavailability. So in that case, the, uh, the spouse, unless it's contrary to uh, her wishes, could receive a Catholic funeral as well.
0: All right, Cheryl, I hope that answers your question. And if you have a question for us, you can email us at questions at or tweet us at liturgyguys or... D. Or tweet D. He w- He will never check it. You One of these him. days
2: I'll actually get that. I don't think you will.
0: But anyway, thank you and God bless.
2: The Liturgy Guys is produced by the Liturgical Institute. If you like what you've heard today, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And be sure to check out liturgicalinstitute.org to discover more about our degree programs, public events, and publications. Refresh your soul and renew the church at what Bishop Robert Barron calls one of the very best places in the country to receive formation in the Catholic liturgical tradition. Now that's a podcast.